On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I dissect the play of two players from over the weekend, what it means going forward, right here, next, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, you are locked on 76ers. That's Keith Pompey from the Philadelphia Inquirer, Inquirer.com. I'm Devon Gibbons from 97.5 The Fanatic Radio. What's going on, Keith? What's popping, D? How you, bro? Uh, pretty good, man. How, how was the weekend? Uh, it was good. It was good. I can't can't complain. All right, well, good. I could, but you don't want to listen. <laughs> I could, but you don't want to you know listen. That, yeah, you know I would. <laughs> All right. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here at YouTube on Locked On 76ers. We will get to a little bit later the injury for the Brooklyn Nets with Kevin Durant out for a bit. We'll talk about the impact of his injury on the 76ers and the standings in the Atlantic Division in the Eastern Conference. And we'll start off with two players that had a pretty good weekends this past weekend for the 76ers with the Bulls on Friday, although a loss. Uh, some good play from Montrez Harrell and Tyrese Maxey. The same can be said in the victory over the Pistons on Sunday. So, Keith, let's start there, man. Let's start with uh, the play of Montrez Harrell. In three games, Keith, he has had since James Hart, since Joel Embiid has been out, pardon me, he has had 19, 20, and 17, or 19, 17, and 20. And that, in whatever order, he has had some pretty good scoring games, man. 56 points over the course of those three games. And he's really looking like he's starting to really get settled in in that reserve spot. On Sunday against the Pistons, he did start because PJ Tucker was also out. But what we are seeing here, is continuous play and playing well for the backup big man. What do you make of his play? He's getting minutes. That's what I make of it. He's getting minutes. I mean, you look at it, you know, he's in those three games, he averaged, what, 24.8 minutes, right? Um, he's shooting 75% in those games, right? He's averaging eight, 18.7 points, 1.7 blocks, you know, five rebounds, this and that. You know, the thing about Montrez Harrell is, you know, we forget at times, and sometimes, I, you know, we talk about him being on the small end on the defense and, and how the 76ers could use a bigger center. But also we forget that, you know, when he was with the Clippers and other places, you know, he did not start the game, but he played kind of like starter minutes, right? He got it, and with that, he got in rhythm. And you look at him now and you say to yourself, like, with him in the pick and roll with, with Harden, you know, he's the best big in the pick and roll. There's nothing against – he's not better than Joel Embiid. Don't get it twisted in regards to a player. But as far as, like, pick and roll, rolling to the basket, you know, doing things, he and James Harden, that's a perfect pairing for when he comes in the game. So the big thing that I make of it is that – He's playing 24.8 minutes over the last three games, and he's showing people what he can do. Well, as far as what Embiid does with Harden with the pick and roll, while it may not be as effective, it's effective. 
number one, because Embiid is able to get his own stuff. He's able to get his own work done. Where Montrez Harrell was heavily reliant on James Harden in this particular case and some of the others to, to get the, his job done, even on the offensive glass. But that does nothing to take away from what he is, in fact, doing with these extra minutes that he's given him close to 25 minutes a game, as you talked about. And uh, he he has just been tremendous. Uh, he knows what he's doing. He he knows, as you said, when he's rolling or diving to the basket for those alley-oop situations also, not only from Harden, but we've seen it from other players too, finding him and assisting with him on, on those baskets. So he looks really confident. He looks like he is kind of rested too, Keith, as you talked about. He's played in a lot of games for the Sixers, hasn't played a lot of minutes. But since he has not done that, he has pretty fresh legs, if you will, uh, because he hasn't been, a been able to get out there as much. So just a really good job. And as far as the 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 minutes go, and I'll get your thoughts on this, obviously, uh, as far as the, the, the defensive side of things go, it hasn't hurt them a, as of yet. Um, sure, it did a bit on Friday when we previewed the game for the Chicago Bulls. One of the things that we talked about was putting a body on uh, Andre Drummond, but the one that really hurt them was Nick Vucevic, who had a double double, triple double, and had uh, what do you have, eight like 17, 18 rebounds in that game. Uh, so that is still a thing where PJ Tucker started, Montrez Harrell got a decent number of minutes, uh, but the defensive part of it is still going to be there later on whenever Montrez Harrell is in the game replacing Joel Embiid. So with that, I still think that they need another guy who can play defense behind Embiid. He may not be the primary. He may not get the most minutes, but he may be a more defensive-minded center where Montrezl Harrell is not, and Paul Reed just may not, again, be ready. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, the thing about Paul Reed, though, like he he's starting to show me a little something the last couple of games. Like there's two ways that guys who they respond. When they don't get any burns, some of them come back pouting. He hasn't done that the last couple of games. Now, again, he's he impressed me the last two, but you're right. There might be some things where they need someone else. And in regards to what I said about Embiid and and, and my man, my Trez in the pick and roll, Embiid is a better player. Mm -hmm. I just think that in the pick and roll, my Trez is more comfortable and knows his role. Embiid is a good player. So sometimes Embiid can abort what he's trying to do mm. and just stops and gets it and, you know, things like that. But in regards to the pick and roll, the way Trez plays, and you got to realize, like you said, he is a smaller guy. He's only six seven. He does certain things. He's more of a role player. Role, like Embiid's a superstar. Yeah, yeah. So, I know what you mean. Yeah. So it, yeah, so it's one of those things where, in that instance, it's not a knockabout against Embiid. But that pick and roll between Harden and Montrez is pretty good. The only problem is, and as you said something, that when they were in Houston and in other, and then when Montrez was in the Clippers is in the playoffs, the, what he did, what he didn't do on the defensive end is what came back to bite him. Yeah. But, but these last three games, he looked good. And also, what he did again, what he didn't do against Chicago came back to bite them a little bit. But I think a lot of that was on PJ Tucker too, though. But but again, you know, that, that that's the problem that the Sixers had.
Yeah, yeah. And uh, when you talk about the one thing about the pick and roll before we step away, his hands are really good. So I, I, that also plays a factor into two with that teaming up with James Harden on those pick and rolls. James Harden can put that thing right in the in the pocket that you need it. And Montrezl Harrell's hands are really good. So uh guy can do his thing for, for sure in that pick and roll that they do run. All right, when we come back, another guy that's been playing really well since he's returned from injury, Tyrese Maxey. And he started the last few with Joel Embiid out of the lineup. How does he look? Is he starting to get his legs underneath him? Is he looking like his old self before he stepped away? We'll talk about Maxi next right here on Locked On 76ers. But before we get right back and we talk about that, let's talk about go to Tax Turbo, right? Let's talk about Tax Turbo. See, Tax Turbo, you go to Tax Turbo and you don't do your taxes, meet with an expert, we'll do them for you, right? Tax um, turbo tax experts can relieve you up to dist- relieve you of your stress of taxes and files for you, so you can do it. See, I'm bumbling words because I'm thinking about going to turbo tax right now. Like, yo, I need to hurry up and do mine. It's the first of the year, right? So, what you do is you show your eyes things that are not taxes, unpack a moving box of not taxes, taste your taxes, sing not taxes is a lullaby. Hope not taxes, sleep through the night. Yo, this stuff is crazy as heck, right? That they want us to read. All I'm just going to say to you is with TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish. And soon your taxes are done right and guaranteed. So you can relax, feel good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com and learn more, right? Full Cyrex Furbis products only. Video meeting while experts do your taxes required. See guaranteed detailed on TurboTax. Make sure you get it done, people, so you can get all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, get it done better than me because I <laughs> get that <laughs> Sorry, y'all, but I woo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game. With no analysis, mas, no mas. You know, Local experts is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Maybe I'll try my hand at the Turbo Text the next time. <laughs> now they got me with the lullaby. I'm got you with the lullaby. All right, man. Well, as just far give me as lullaby, my money, bro, I don't want a lullaby. <laughs> just pay me. You know, yeah, just hook me just up. Give, just give my money right. Yeah, no, no doubt. No, no doubt about it. Well, one guy who uh, at some point is probably going to have some uh, something to think about when it comes to his uh, his money and getting it right from the 76ers. He may not need a lullaby to get it done. I don't know if Daryl Morey or Elton Brand have to do that to lock in Tyrese Maxey to an extension, but uh, that's going to be in a little bit, but right now in the present, he has come back, Keith, in the last two games in particular, putting up 20-plus points uh, for this basketball team. He led the team on Sunday with 23 points. He had 26 in the loss against Chicago in the starting role, and we are starting to see the old Tyrese Maxey. Now, the threes haven't shot fallen as much as they have in the past. He's still making them, but not as they're, they're not falling yet as um, – as uh, as regular as we saw them regularly as we saw them before he was injured but he's still getting some good looks he's still taking those shots 
his speed is still there. He's still able to finish at the basket and do all those things. When you talk about being encouraged by the play of Montrez Harrell, uh, it's not much to really be encouraged from Tyrese Maxey. It's just good to see him back, starting to get back into being himself again. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And it's funny because, you know, he he made a point. Well, he mentioned one game after the, uh, the I believe it was the Pelicans game, where he said, you know, it was one of those things where, um, you know, you come back and, and you forget how how tough the game is, like how much effort you have to give it, give it to play. And it just seems like he, he, he up, you know, he up, he upped his intensity. Now he has been playing a lot of minutes too, because we remember before he was on a minutes restriction. So now he's averaging around 35 uh, minutes, but he's also averaging 22 points. Now that's like right around his scoring average, you know, for the season. Um, the one good thing is that, like you said, his shot hasn't really been there when he first came back. Like I believe he was two for eight on threes in his first two games back. The last three, this guy has been shooting 40% from three. So that's not bad at all. But if you notice, like the thing that impressed me the last game in the third quarter, he scored the Sixers final seven points of the third. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? He start cooking right then and there. So, to me, D, and I know you, you know, you like seeing it, but that was like uh, promising to see him do that because the 76ers are going to need him to take charge at times, you know, against these great teams. I was going to highlight that that sequence, too, to close out the um, third quarter where he mm-hmm. had that seven straight. He had a basket where he got an and one. He also used the speed again where he was able to get a layup uh, out in transition a little bit there. And then he had a fadeaway from about um 14 feet seemed like he was really really deciding what foot to shoot it off of off balance did he turn the wrong way or whatever but he made it and it looked it looked fluid even though it looked weird uh coming off of the the footwork to get to the shot nevertheless it was all net and i was like oh that okay that's tyrese maxi right there even when it's not right it's right because that's how talented he is. And he's starting to get that confidence back. He's starting to become himself again. And we're starting to see the type of player that we were talking about. This team is one of the top three in the Eastern Conference. Could he be in at least conversationally where they're talking about him as his first all-star not whether he made it or not, but that type of guy. So it is good to see him coming back in that way. The question, of course, is will he be in the starting lineup when Joel Embiid comes back? And, and that's the thing. And here's the issue, the funny part about it. As much as we've talked about De'Anthony Melton, how much everyone loves De'Anthony Melton after seeing him through the first uh, parts, first part of the season here, is that he can also have games like he did on offensively on Sunday where he went scoreless. He'll have 19 one game, he'll have 12, he'll have eight. Uh, and his defensive impact is really second to none. But then he'll also hurt you sometimes with the offense. It didn't bother them against Detroit because it was Detroit. But when you look at the starting lineup and where it might mean more again for the value of Maxi and the value of Melton, that conversation or that decision is going to have to be made from Doc Rivers and his coaching staff once Embiid and Tucker are back in the starting lineup uh, here soon. If it's not on Tuesday or Thursday, it's certainly going to be on that five-game road trip where we'll have Embiid and Tucker back. So it's good to have Maxi starting to look like himself again. He's getting real close to being that guy. We'll come back. We'll talk about the standings in the Eastern Conference and one thing in particular. 
an Atlantic Division foe right in front of the 76ers, the Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Durant going to be out for a couple of weeks now with an MCL sprain. He suffered this before, and he's going to deal with it again. He's going to be out for a few weeks for the Brooklyn Nets. How will that impact the 76ers? We'll tap into that next. Give our thoughts right here. Locked on 76ers. But as we are in the new year and we are deciding to sit back and you know get ourselves right and whether it's work or your workouts with with your personal life and things of that nature you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and the calories well then you gotta try a built bar we just got through the holidays i know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year if you're like me where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise the taste then man i've got the thing for you I love a good taste when I'm eating my food. I want to make sure I enjoy it. I try the Built Bar. You should too. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious. You won't think they're good for you. You just perfectly you know, just think that something's wrong. I shouldn't be eating this. But it's perfect for your New Year's resolution. And it's good for you. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% chocolate. Real chocolate. That's right. Real chocolate. And you say, again, how can that be good for you? Well, because... It's only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Here are a few flavors. Churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. And now, before we used to tell you about going to Built.com, you don't have to wait around anymore. You can go to your local Walmart or Sam's Club, and you can get them yourselves right in your hand when you want them. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can put up a four-bar box of Cookies and cream that you can pick up. How about double chocolate or coconut puffs? Whatever your flavor is. How about all three? Just stuff them in the cabinet there in the kitchen, your cupboard, and you'll be all good in the pantry. If you're close to Sam's Club, you can run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. Folks, you can thank me later. Yeah, thank them later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we got to talk about Kevin Durant. We can get him some while he's sitting on the sideline healing up. Always one of my favorite players. But Keith, he has an MCL injury that is going to keep him out yet again. Um, it's unfortunate because we know the Hall of Fame career that he's having. He has really turn, helped turn things around with the Nets, averaging 30 points a game right there in the MVP conversation at the top of the standings, where at one point when the Boston Celtics were losing, the Nets were on their 12-game win streak. Sure, Kyrie Irving is uh, distractionless, but Kevin Durant has been the steady, steadying uh, uh, piece for them to help them to where they are right now. And they are going to be without him for a bit. I don't know who their secondary scorer is, but what I do know is as good as Kyrie Irving is, I don't know that there's anybody as good as Kyrie Irving as a secondary scorer behind Durant to help keep up that level of play that they've been on. With that, Keith, all the people coming back for the Sixers, Maxie is back. We'll get T Tucker and Embiid back at some point. Sixers might benefit from this uh, in a way where, of course, you don't want to see anybody get injured, but that's the nature of basketball. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that you just said is you don't know who's the second, who's going to be the secondary scorer, scorer for um, Brooklyn behind Kyrie. And you look at their record. I mean, you look at their schedule. I mean, they have Boston, you know, uh, that's going to be a tough one. Then they got OKC and the Spurs. Uh, they should win those two. Like Cleveland is going to, I mean, not Cleveland, Phoenix. You know, you would think that that would be tough, right, at Phoenix. Utah, Golden State, then they have the, the Sixers. And then Detroit, New York, 
Los Angeles. I mean, I could see them winning two of those three. But at the same time, it's one of those things where, you know, in the past, while the Sixers were on their hot streak, you know, Brooklyn was winning too. So the Sixers could never make up ground. Mm-hmm. Now, the 76ers, you know, you look at it, you know, right now they have uh, Detroit uh, on, on Tuesday. Then they have OKC. Then they go, they have a five-game road trip where they start off the first three games are going to be against Utah, the Lakers, and the Clippers. You know, I, I, I expect the 76ers to, to beat, to win the next four games. And I think their first challenge, real challenge, is going to come against the Clippers. So, you know, you know, you think that maybe they can make up some ground on on uh, on Brooklyn if because if, you don't expect Brooklyn to serve on these games. Yeah, and that that's going to be one to keep an eye on, just watching the standings with Boston, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and Cleveland directly in front of the Sixers. How is this going to go um, with the Brooklyn Nets? Will they make a bit of a slide there? Will the Sixers be able to, as you just said, make up some of those games because he's not going to be out? It's going to change the uh, overall the overall dynamic of the Brooklyn Nets. We'll see. Jock Vaughn was just named Coach of the Month in the Eastern Conference as head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Very curious to see how this goes. And I do think, as you mentioned, Keith, although it is a tough five-game road trip there, there are some winnable games on that road trip. And we'll get to that, of course, later on in the week as they trek make their trek out to Utah for game one on Saturday. Uh, they certainly should uh, hold, hold up a little bit there on that road trip to pick up some Ws. Maybe while Brooklyn does, in fact, lose some of those games. So one to watch. And as you mentioned, when they come back from that trip, their first game is against the Brooklyn Nets in Philadelphia. And uh, that's a primetime game. And now it looks like, based on the timeline of what they have projected out for his injury, his recovery, that he won't be there for that game. So, uh, again, taking care of your own business with the opponent right on your floor. So that, that's going to be one uh, to see. Well, that'll do it for us here on Locked On 76ers. Tomorrow we'll check in with you as we preview the game. Game two of the home-and-home home series for the, with, the, with the Detroit Pistons. Sixers looking to make sure that they uh, sweep the season series with three games, two down, one more to go on Tuesday. We thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NBA where Locked On experts are covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, can you let the good folks know where they can find us? Like my man D just said, wherever you get your podcast at, you can get locked on 76ers. Also, what you need to do or what's going to be good for you to do is when you go, when you get to subscribe to our YouTube channel, or go to our YouTube channel, click the Liberty Bell and become a new subscriber. You'll get updates whenever we uh, have new uh, podcasts uh, posted. Right. But also what you need to do is you need to follow my man D two ways. You need to follow him on Twitter at Divine G975. And you need to follow him on his radio show, The Divine Giving Show. On Tuesday, he'll be on the air from six to midnight, six to midnight. So make sure you go listen to him. And then also you can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. You can also um, read my articles in inquire.com. All right. Make sure you check out Keith and uh, see uh, what Keith is writing about as far as, as he follows the 76ers, both home and road. Keith, thank you as always, man. Appreciate it. Talk to you tomorrow.
All right, brother. Peace. Thanks, man.